0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. For Monday, October 3rd, I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about fishing. The Grand Banks is a continental shelf off the coast of Newfoundland that has centuries of abundant fishing in its history. The cold Labrador current mixes with the warm water of the Gulf Stream. The water depth varies between 50 feet and 300 feet, pretty shallow considering the distance from shore. The mixing of these two ocean currents, and the shape of the bottom, lifts nutrients to the surface. The result is one of the most fertile fish habitats in the world. There was cod, swordfish, haddock, lobster. I grew up on the east coast of Canada, and while I'm not into fishing, nor is anyone in my family, the port was only a few blocks from my house, and we would go down to the port to look at the boats on a regular basis. We regularly saw ships from Portugal, Japan, France, and Norway, to name just a few, the local politics were often dominated by the debate over fishing quotas. The argument was that it was unfair for Canadian vessels to be subject to quotas while ships in international waters could fish as much as they wanted. Eventually, that debate was put to rest when the entire ecosystem collapsed and there was no more fish. An outright ban on fishing on the Grand Banks was put in place and now, nearly 30 years later, the fish population is still a fraction of the population in the 1990s. Last month, We had an entire week dedicated to the question of food security. On today's show, we're going to look at one of the richest ocean ecosystems on the planet. The Galapagos Islands sit virtually on the equator and they've been a territory of Ecuador since 1837. Despite being on the equator, the cold water, the Humboldt Current, brings nutrients from the Antarctic region up the coast of South America. Combating illegal fishing is a problem in the Galapagos as well. In 2020, during the height of the pandemic, There were over 340 Chinese fishing vessels fishing in the region of the Galapagos Islands. Those 340 vessels logged more than 73,000 hours fishing in those waters. The protected waters of the Galapagos are home to more than 20,000 species of wildlife. Ships crossing the Pacific from China are not little rowboats with a single fishing rod. No, These are industrial ships designed to harvest the ocean indiscriminately on a large scale. The first warning signs of rapidly declining fish stocks in the Grand Banks of Newfoundland happened only about three years before the complete collapse of the fishery. Now, China is responsible for more than a third of global fish consumption. If they're driving thousands of miles to cross the Pacific in search of fish, it means they've already depleted their own fish habitat along their coastline. They're active in South America, off the coast of Africa, and even in Hawaii. In 2020, The Ecuadorian Navy apprehended a single vessel that had more than 7,500 sharks in its hold. Most were hammerhead sharks, but there were also examples of other endangered species, including mako. The local, small-scale fishermen who are permitted to fish in the waters of the marine sanctuary have already noted the decline in fish population near the islands. The Chinese vessels have been fishing for squid, which forms a vital part of the food chain in the islands. The squid boats shine lights into the water and they fish at night. The lights cause the squid to surface and the mechanized lures reel them in by the thousands. It's estimated that each ship harvests about three tons of squid per night. The fishing vessels transfer their catch to refrigerated cargo ships that ferry the catch back to China, enabling the fishing boats to keep fishing 24-7 all year long. The number of Chinese boats off the coast of South America is now estimated at close to 500. When you consider that in 30 years Despite the complete closure of the cod fishery, the fish population has not recovered in Newfoundland, and we can expect to see a repeat of the Newfoundland experience in the Pacific. The world is running out of fish habitat, and on the current trajectory, the world is running out of fish. Chinese vessels have been documented turning off their AIS transponders and going dark. While the AIS signal contains the GPS coordinates of the vessel, a vessel going dark can still be visible using satellite imagery and using synthetic aperture radar. Canada's been playing a role in helping to track these Chinese fishing vessels illegally entering the protected waters of the Galapagos Islands using satellites. When we calculate the agricultural needs to support our global population, we rarely include fish in that equation. And part of the reason for that is because we don't actually know how much fishing is going on. I remember snorkeling on reefs as a teenager that were teeming with sea life these days, When I visit those same reefs, I'm struck by how little sea life is visible. I used to see tidal pools full of fish and crabs and periwinkles. Today I see very little. We, as real estate investors, believe in primary wealth, investing in real assets. There can be no paper wealth, no secondary wealth, without primary wealth. And access to food, fertile ground beneath our feet, and a healthy ocean is part of that primary wealth. I'm an entrepreneur, a capitalist, a business leader. I believe in the pursuit of economic growth. I also see how we're depleting our planet and how we need to somehow, I don't know how, reverse course. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.